everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We're your hosts. I'm Crystal. And I'm Bethany. And we had, well, we're going to future speak in today's episode. I did, yeah. We had time. We had time to, by the time you're listening to this, we will have had come, I can't even speak, we will have come back Back from our 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 little girl trip. So we're going to... We're going to feel great. And I know already it's going to go by way too fast. And we're going to say, yeah. hey, when can we do this again? Um, so I'm sure we're going to enjoy the break. And probably the episode after this, you're going to tell a difference. Because then we're going to actually, actually talk. Yeah. Then we're going to actually be excited. Like, give you details. Give you details. Yeah. So can't really give you details on what we're going to do yet. Because we haven't done it. Um, but anyway, um, recently we have had some requests. Um, to do a little bit more paranormal stuff, um, more sciency and conspiracy stuff. Um, people really like those episodes, so stay tuned for those. If you have any um, ideas, I reached out on um, Facebook and got a lot of great ideas. Bethany's mom sent us like a whole file of yeah. ideas. So um, yeah, if you have anything and you want to hear those, please let us know. We love this kind of feedback. Um, we're not. We we've never taken criticism like to heart. We think it's like even the bad stuff is funny to us. I mean, I know with everything. Like even me, I've listened to certain podcasts that like people love and rave about, and mm-hmm. I just didn't care for. Yeah, but I'm not gonna go like bash them and like oh, tell yeah. them what to do. But everybody, you know, we're not gonna be everybody's cup of tea. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're a shot of whiskey, and that's fine. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, because part of listening and running a podcast is listening to your followers and people who really do enjoy your podcast. Mm-hmm. Like if they say, hey, why don't you try this? Obviously, try it. You might like it better. But anyway, um, we appreciate every single one of you. And we don't really have a whole lot of businessy stuff at the beginning of this episode. Um, other than... I'll just give you the usual spiel. If you're not following us on any sort of social media, go follow us. Um, have we got our 100th follower on YouTube yet? We are at 98. <gasps> okay. Two, literally two. So, Away. if you have a second YouTube profile, <laughs> go follow us on both of them. We really want to get to 100. Yeah. Um, and if you haven't shared our podcast with someone you think might like it, please share it. And... Um, I'm yeah, trying to we think just hit like else. ten thousand views too. I think <sighs> not too long ago. I think we got an email. I need about it. I need to get better at the shameless plug because twice in one week have we like because at work we do like like anytime we hire a new person we like give like they have to like list like four or five facts about themselves like they don't yeah. have to talk about it but they have to list them and then like every week we do a um like not like an employee of the week but like a like a spotlight and so my particular like overarching team has like 200 people on it so every week we're taking two people and highlighting them twice now have we had somebody who said that they really like true crime and spooky podcast and i should have been like i "I have a podcast i wanted so bad to just put in like the whole huge chat oh my god i have i have my own podcast that i run with my best friend but i'm like i'm so scared to say anything i honestly get embarrassed like i do too i've had people be like yeah i like your podcast or like you should tell people and i'm like I mean, uh, on the podcast, we, like, shout stuff Like, out Like, my, like, I want to say close friend group. I mean, that's kind of what they are. Like, my close, like, work team that's, like, 
15, 20 of us, they know I have yeah. one. Um, but I really wanted to, like, message these people that I don't know and just be like, hey, I saw you, like, podcast, yeah. here's one. But I just can't do it. So it's a big step. maybe in a couple of weeks I'll be chosen to be the next person. That like, which is going to give me anxiety because oh, I yeah. I I didn't know they were doing it until, like, when they did it. And I immediately mm-hmm. was like, absolutely not. I have anxiety. Mm-hmm. But – um maybe Maybe, i'll do it maybe but yeah we're at 98 i checked it this morning actually we're at 98 yeah somebody followed us this morning we were 97 yesterday okay well go follow us if you're not um that's all i've got i'm going to hand it over to bethany to tell us this crazy story which i know a little bit about only because it's kind of recent yeah but i don't know like the deets like the actual in-depth stuff it is for the entire state of connecticut uh not good at all okay (laughs) well we're ready um but i would like before we get into this because i know there's going to be people that are like not all and this is just like when we say all men we don't literally mean Amen. But, okay. We really just don't. Like, we don't mean. Certain, yeah. But, I mean, like. Certain men. Because there are really. You have to generalize. It's all men. But there's some good ones. Yes. We have two. We have yeah. two very good ones. But I just want to put a full disclaimer before people try and come for our throats and rip them out. Um, we're not going to care. But I'm just putting the disclaimer there. Not all online dating is bad. I mean, me, myself, I know a lot of people that have met from online dating. <laughs> me and you Tyler. Um, a lot of people, like, honestly. But you do have to be cautious. That's literally, like, with anything. Even, like, blind dating. or like Tyler's my Tinder hookup. Yeah. <laughs> it worked out, y'all. You're very happy. Um, Look, like, one of the first couples that I was like, oh, my God, y'all are perfect together, met on Plenty of Fish, and now she's, like, a really successful photographer, has three kids, mm -hmm. her husband's in the Air Force, they're just, like, the freaking cutest couple, and I'm like, y'all made it. But then there's, like, even, like, Craigslist is dangerous. Do you remember that lady that was pregnant and she had the baby cut out of her? Yes. Yeah. You just gotta be, you just gotta be cautious, y'all. That's just, that's all I'm saying. I just wanted to put that disclaimer so people aren't, Follow your gut. Yeah, follow your gut, listen to you, like, you can be the safest, most cautious person. I think it's hard, though, in online dating world, too, because you start talking to somebody for, you know, six weeks, and you're like, okay, this is a really good guy, or you're talking to somebody overnight, and y'all hit it off, and you want to go on a date the next day. You You don't really know the person. Until you meet them in person. I've always told people, like, when I was doing it, like, in college, like, when I met Tyler, I was, like, I kind of followed the same rules that, like, you were taught to follow when you were, like, in middle school or even younger when you were, like, on the computer in AOL chats and you were just, like, in random chat rooms all the time. I followed the same rules there. Like, you don't know these people. So, either, like, make up information or just don't tell people specific things. Like, I always had, like, a list of things that, like, you never knew. Oh, yeah. Like, you never knew, like, you may have knew, like, the city I lived in, but you didn't know the street I lived on. Yeah. Or you didn't know the school I went to. Or you didn't know the very specific, you didn't know my birth date. Like, you didn't know specific information until I knew that it's I could trust you. you bring up AOL. 
mm-hmm. uh, because my mom was on there when it first came out. Funny story, um, if she listens to this, she wanted to go meet. It was not like a guy. It was like a group of people, and they were going to have like a, it was a Halloween party or something. Uh-huh. But my papa was like terrified and did not want her to go. He was convinced that she was going to go to this, and it was going to be like one creepy dude, and he was going to like attack her. <laughs> so he went with her mm-hmm. and like was incognito. The entire time I was like in the background scoping out the area. Yeah, and went to this with my mom, and it was hilarious. And that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. You would probably do it again. Um, But yeah, I just wanted to make sure to put that disclaimer because there are some really, like Crystal was just saying, and like her own personal experience. I'm not really going to be talking a lot about the whole dating part on this one. I'm mainly going to be talking about how the police department and the state of Connecticut really handled this poorly. And like Crystal said, this is a very new case. Um, And I actually remember when I first heard about this case, I immediately texted Crystal because I think I heard a TikTok. It was either a TikTok or I'd seen like a little clip on Instagram or something of like a news outlet. And it was talking about um, a Bumble date murder. And I, I, I remember I did text you. I think yes, I did. And you I was did. like, I'm putting this on our list. We have to talk about this. And back then, I didn't know a lot of the details I did now because that literally had just happened. That was like either two or three days mm-hmm. after it happened. And before, before you tell us this, can I tell a really funny story I have about Bumble and it'll break yeah. the ice? Or should I leave the funny story until after and make it like a haha funny light in the mood i say the end because it's gonna get like you're going to get angry and very okay i'll leave my bumble story to the very end just remind me because it is actually quite funny i will okay oh yeah that sounds good i I feel light in the mood it will um but to be such a new case it has been covered by several popular outlets uh buzzfeed I don't know if anybody else is like me and goes on like YouTube and watches all BuzzFeed's. Like, Absolutely not. They have them on like <laughs> Instagram and Facebook. I like used that. to be a big BuzzFeed person until I started like catching on to their clickbait. Some stuff, of it they do. And it is obnoxious to me. And so I'm just like. Ugh. And they even have a, like a TV special on Hulu too where they talk about paranormal and stuff like that. I've seen a couple episodes of that, but I try to steer clear of BuzzFeed. I don't okay, well. it's I don't know. I guess I got tired of like all the little which spice girl are you? Well, you which would like this video. You? you would like this video because it's very serious, it's very to the point, very good details, and they mention right. a lot of people and I really liked it. Um and they actually just released this a couple weeks ago because this is so new, and you guys aren't gonna like the ending because I don't really have an ending for oh, you. Oh, so it's like my like Lori Vallow case, because girl, it's which is like, hey, still going on, yeah, and people are like somewhat resigning and still getting fired and still being oh nice like, IA thing like internal affairs and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all of that. Um, today we're going to discuss Lauren Smith Fields. I'm going to do this case a little differently. We're just going to jump into it. I know I normally start off by giving, like, everyone a backstory of the victim. And me and Crystal, like, really, like, bringing attention to that. Um, I promise we are going to discuss Lauren. We are at the end. And then Crystal's going to tell us the funny story that's going to make us kind of feel a little bit happier. 
Um, this case literally infuriated me when I first saw, um, her mom reaching out. I think that's the first thing I saw. Her mom was, like, reaching out to news outlets and trying to do interviews with their lawyer, um, which he's also awesome. We're going to talk about him, too. Um, He's awesome? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what word you said. I was like, awesome. I was like, he's what? Daniel's going to love that. Um, see, it's not just Crystal. You got me, too, um, to get the words mixed up. Um, so I want to start with the anger, I guess, if that makes sense. Just like what initially really made me want to write this down on our like little Google doc. We have a future cases because we both have the worst memories Mm -hmm. and we're like, let's do this case. But then we do, we say that and then we forget. And then we're like, what were we talking about doing? So get yourself a Google doc. Um, the part where I literally said this out loud and this is what I texted Crystal. I was like, how could the police not call and you'll get what you'll get what I'm saying. We'll, we'll get there. Um, but on December 12th, 2021, so literally not that long, a couple of months ago, um, literally almost four months ago in like two weeks, it'll be four months ago after not hearing from Lauren, um, for a little over a day, not, not exactly a couple of days, Several missed phone calls, dozens of no response text messages. Um, her mom and her brothers had like called and texted her. Her mom drives over to her apartment. Um, Lauren's brother was also with her. Um, I think they had a feeling something was up. That's why her brother kind of, you know, if your daughter's not answering, do you necessarily want your mom to drive over by herself? No. So her brother's like, okay, I'll go with you, mom. Let's just go. Um, and Lauren was also really close with her mom, and she talks about that in some of her... And I know not everybody has, like, the best relationship with their mom, so that's kind of, like, odd some people. But they literally talked every day, like, multiple times a day, knew every aspect of each other's lives. So, like, her not answering and calling, like, that's all concerning. day. And they both knew she had a date the night before. Mm-hmm. Um, so they... I feel like her mom just kind of had, like, that motherly... Intuition. Intuition. Um, But when they got to the front door, there was a single white piece of paper taped, um, like, onto the front door. That's weird. That is very strange. I mean, not normally would... I mean, I wouldn't tape something to my door unless, like, maybe the male person... I was was thinking maybe it might have been, like, if it's her... Yeah, it might be, like, somebody from her apartment, like, the apartment manager or something. But, yeah, it read, if you are looking for Lauren, call this number. Okay, now that's weird. Weird, right? Yes, that's weird. This is what initially pissed me off. Um, Naturally, her mom called the number. I mean, an entire 24 hours, she hasn't gotten in contact. She knew she was going on a date the night prior um and it was actually the number of lauren's landlord also weird (laughs) so why did they put up this piece of paper we're getting there and you're not gonna be nobody is happy should be happy about this um and over the phone unfortunately it was lauren's mom Chantel. he broke the news that lauren had passed away that morning so, this mom had to find out from the apartment people. Her landlord. Yeah, he was actually inside the apartment, and when they called, they could hear him walking down the stairs. He was literally waiting in the apartment for her family because he 
He was trying to find her family, but had no contact numbers. Oh, so it wasn't like she didn't have, like, an emergency contact or anything? No, I'm assuming not, because literally the brother said that, like, when his mom was on the phone, you could literally hear him. So, like, he was coming like, waiting. Down. He was waiting. That's the nice part. He okay, was waiting. Okay, so, yeah, he was, he was trying to do Yeah, he thing. was, like, that's why he put the note on the door, and he stayed in there with her things. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he has the key, probably. Yeah. But, like, he was, like, I need to get a hold of her family. She's passed. Yeah. Um, just, I can't imagine. That's the part that really ticked me off. Um, and it's just, imagine going to check up on your daughter and the landlord has a sign taped up and is like, uh, your daughter passed away this morning. Can I ask a question? And you can tell me if I just need to, like, keep my question. Okay. I don't understand. This is a statement before the question. I don't understand why it was so difficult if she has passed away. At this point, someone has collected her body. Yes, they had. They had already taken her. The police, I'm assuming, were there because someone had to have come to get her body. Well, they were there, but they weren't. And we'll talk about that too. Okay. Well, let's assume that the cops were there. I'm assuming proper, I don't even know what the word is, protocol would be that if someone calls you and says that there's a dead body, no matter if it was an accident Mm -hmm. or someone was murdered, if they're a young young person and they Mm -hmm. weren't like already actively dying, Mm -hmm. the police are going to show up. At that point, if they spoke with a landlord and the landlord said, I have no idea how to get off hold of next to kin. The fact that they got a hold of her landlord is not her family. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, it literally would take, and maybe this is just like the little FBI agent in me. Like literally you could just look her up on social media. Mm-hmm. She probably would have had her mom tagged somewhere. You could reach out that way and say, Hey, can you please give this number a call? If blah 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 if blah. If you are yes, you're one hundred percent yes. And if you are a true crime fanatic like me and Crystal, I one of my all time favorite shows, and this is very morbid because it's all about death and stuff, since I was young, my favorite show has always been the first forty eight. Yeah. And even they they brought it back. They have new mm-hmm. seasons now. And the first thing they do if they don't find a phone or wallet or arm is they go to Facebook. Yeah. Because that's that's where everything How, is. How they have found people so many times and immediately they get on the phone and they're like, Mrs. So and so Yeah. Your I son, mean, your daughter has I mean passed. not to not to be morbid about it but even after my parents died that's how a lot of people got in contact with me that couldn't like people just like that needed like loose ends tied or stuff like that people reached out to me on facebook and said hey i found your mom or your dad on social media um it's listed you as as their daughter blah blah blah. can you call me this number like yeah that's to me that's normal like that's how it works today nope not at all not and literally this is the first case for me for me personally i don't know about you this is the first case i've ever heard of where a police officer or like a detective did not notify a family member i could not think like off the top of my head there's probably another one but there probably is i couldn't but i was like if that was my job i would be going out of my way and i was thinking about these detectives have to be like married not all of them have to have kids what if that was your daughter and she's just been rolled away, and you're just like telling the landlord, leave a note on the door. Yeah, anyway. No. Eventually, the landlord has to be the one to give them the lead detective's number to call him because he left a card to the landlord. So, this has already gotten to the point where the police showed up and it's been assigned to a detective. Yes, there's already a detective on it. They, this is how it 
well, I'm just going to go ahead and like, I'll have to re-talk about it in the script, so y'all bear with me. This is how it goes. 3 a.m., this Bumble date guy calls 911. Mm-hmm. Lauren is on the floor, already dead. Mm-hmm. He says he woke up in the middle of the night, 3 a.m., mm-hmm. and she was dead. Okay? I mean, that's not that. It can happen. Stuff happens. They come, pick up the body. Detectives come. They ask him a few questions. The landlord, I guess, some at some point they got into contact with the, or the landlord lived close by or something, and he came. They talked a little bit. Um, he gave him the card, and then that's when the landlord's like, well, if they're not contacting her family. Somebody has to. I guess I'll stay here, which kudos to her landlord. He I literally know. stayed at the apartment where somebody just died yeah. to be able to tell her family. So, like, anyways. So, Lauren's mom, Chantel. Yeah. Lauren's mom, uh, Chantel, at this point, after getting off of the phone with the landlord and it really hitting her, mm-hmm. she's hysterical. So she can't talk. Yes. She can't talk. on. She can't do any more phone calls. So thank God her son came with her. Mm-hmm. Um, Lauren's brother, Lakeem. Um, she has an- another brother, too, but this is just the one that was with, with her mom. Yeah. Um, he's actually the one that spoke with the detective. And you can listen to, like his reports to the news outlets and his interviews and stuff he said from the very beginning it was like they were bothering them okay and number one number one if you live in the state of louisiana i don't know about florida i don't know anywhere else just so you know we are a one party consent state when it comes to recording so you do not have to let the other person on the other line know that you are recording. Oh yeah. So any time yeah. that I make like an like an like official call like that, open, like, yeah. like I like I know something, I will go grab somebody else's phone or one and of my old record. phones and I will voice. I will put them on speaker and I will voice record that stuff. Oh Lord, y'all! I forgot it's oh, five. Oh, it's five o'clock. o'clock. We're just just listen to the sound of people. We're gonna keep talking. <laughs> um, but salute the flag. In yeah, the but literally, Lakeem is on the phone with the detective. I'm not even gonna give this dude a name. I'm not giving any of these people Ooh, names. Can we come up with a crappy name for him? Uh, Bob. Okay, Bob the Bob. detective. We're talking to Bob the detective. Um, Lakeem, very sweet boy. Um, and it was very brief. No details. Yeah, hand over your heart, people. It was very. Br- he said it felt like. The detective didn't even want to talk to him. It was very brief. No details at all. Like, literally nothing. And he told half of half of it they already knew. Could it be devil... Could I play devil advocate and say, like, it was more of, like, a... Um... The Bob was being, like, cautious because he didn't know what all was happening yet. Like, he's still trying to get, gather information and didn't want to release more than he knew. It could be, but this next line is... will probably sway your decision on that. Okay. I feel like this is what sway... Because I was like, you know, let me give him, you know, the benefit of the doubt. Dude has very... Doesn't know her. He doesn't know Lauren. He doesn't mm-hmm. know this Bumble date, dude. Stuff can happen. You know, dates, partying... Uh, but it's this net, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so basically, he was like, your sister went on a Bumble date, and they're like, we know, she already told us. Um, they're a very close family, they talk, do you think she wouldn't let them know? And he was like, this is the line, this is the line right here, this is how the phone call ends. He's like, you have nothing to worry about, we already interviewed, or we spoke, not even interviewed, Okay. We spoke with the Bumble Day man. 
Um, and the line that baffles me is the detective referred to, and he kept referring to multiple times, mm-hmm. the Bumble date as a really nice guy. I remember this case now. Yeah. I remember this case now. Really nice, respectable guy. Mm-hmm. You got, that's what he said. You have nothing to worry about. He's a really nice guy. <laughs> I'm not laughing. It literally. I'm laughing at Bob. Everybody is guilty. <laughs> Until proven innocent. Is that not? It's the other way around. Well, whatever. Like, right now, this innocent until proven guilty. Well, in my eyes, this dude is guilty until proven otherwise. He may not, okay, he may not be guilty, but he should at least be a person of interest. interest. He's literally the last, it was him and her in the apartment. Even if I could understand them not arresting him, and I could understand them not, like, keeping him in jail. But I've he should never, be a person of interest. I've never he should just be labeled that. a nice guy. A really nice guy. Are we going to say the obvious? Or can I say the obvious? He's white. Yes, yeah. he's white. He's 100% white, and Lauren is 100% black. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, he's all real. He just murdered some. Well, you know, air quote. But I mean, she could have very well died from something else. But. He's a really I've nice guy. I've never heard somebody, a detective, until, like, the case is done with or whatever, be like, oh, we're not even going to look into him. He's a really, He's a really nice, nice guy. guy. you got to be pooping Oh, me. Bob. Like, literally to a brother that, one, had to hunt you down to yes. talk to you. You don't even want to talk to him. You're giving him You don't nothing. call the mom. You don't call the mom. The brother has to reach out to you. The and landlord you say, has to freaking stay in the apartment all day. They picked her up at 3 a.m. And this was like the next day at night. So that landlord sat in her apartment oh all day long waiting to contact Lauren's family. That's Which a, sucks that like he didn't have like a emergency contact or whatever yeah. it is. But anyways, and Lauren was just 23 years old. That's so young. That's so young. young. She's a baby. So young. That's so young. Yeah, she's a baby in the grand scheme of it all. So, let me set the scene for you guys, for everyone, so it kind of, we get the vibes, you know. When Lauren's mom and brother finally compose themselves, because for the first couple, they're just hysterical. They can't believe it, because they... Have you spoke to somebody one second, yeah. the next second they're gone. And you haven't seen her. Like, they yeah. haven't gotten to seen, see her. They haven't gotten to, like, see the crime scene, if you will. They haven't even gone into the apartment yet. This has all happened, like, at the front door. Yeah. So, the landlord, of course, is like, come on in. I'll let you look around. If there's anything of Lauren's you want to grab right now, um, go ahead. Wouldn't you think, like, CSI would be there? That's what I was saying. Stuff thinking. would be taped off. There'd be pictures. Why don't is touch not anything. not an active crime scene? Yeah. Don't touch anything because we still need to investigate. Like, no. is her death not suspicious? A 21-year-old doesn't just die. They're just, like, so... There's so much in this story. And, like, very well could Lauren have, like, overdosed or drank too much or had a heart condition. So many but things. But still, the even way, if that happened, yeah, you would still be investigating. It's a 23-year-old. Even when it's a suicide. Like, a blatant suicide, you have suicide. You're still now. not going to be allowed to touch anything because you never know. You still... They literally still investigate until they close it out. CSI 
had not even been there. CSI was never called. CSI never collected anything from the apartment. So this crime scene was exactly how it was when they picked her up? Yes. Yes. Nobody's... Two detectives. There's two police officers and two detectives in the coroner that picked her up. Only people at the apartment. Okay. No CSI, nobody else. Okay. Um, and the two police officers do make a report later that it was really odd that nobody was called. It was the detectives that didn't want anything. Because they'd already spoken to the really nice, nice guy. guy. Yeah, and the police officers do make a note that, like, when they were the first ones there. The detectives came second. The police officer said he was very shaky. Like, his hands were shaking, and he seemed, like, nervous. Well, I mean... Anybody. Somebody just died. Someone just died in front of you. But that is something to take note of. And that's one thing he was like, he just seemed a little off. Yeah. So, that police officer felt something in his gut, and he probably should have gone with it. Um, but what happened is literally this Bumble guy, let's call him Frank, uh, Bob and Frank, <laughs> called 911, they ruled it an overdose, then they just left. Literally. Literally. They... He called 911, they came, they talked to him a little bit. The two detectives like, well, it looks like an overdose. They dipped. Did, but did... Did she actually partake in anything that would lead to an overdose? We'll get there. But it's just very odd that they would assume that from, you know... Oh, yeah, 100%. Just, That's weird. But, yeah. Um... So when her mom and her brother and the landlord are kind of... And the landlord did help them look around. This landlord's really... He's a real one. Um, when they're looking around, her bed sheets had... And you can look up um, pictures. Her bed's pretty big. It was like a, either a queen or a king size bed. And there was like a very... It was oddly roundly shaped. Round shape, fairly large blood stain in the middle of her bed. Like, directly in the middle of her bed. Like, somebody had been laying mm-hmm. in the middle of the bed, and they just, like, bled. Um, a used condom, which isn't... That's not really surprising. I mean, they were... Just had gone on a date, you know. Stuff happens. Um, a bottle of lube, also not really... Suspicious. Suspicious. That's just stuff they included. They did find a bottle of sedatives... Um, it was literally, they didn't say, it was an antihistamine, it was like, um, uh, a bottle of pills to help you sleep. Oh, so she probably- And her lawyer refers to it as a date rape S type Was it a prescription for her? They have never said that, but they said it was in a prescription bottle. Okay. So, who knows? Um... Which I feel would be a good thing for CSI to check out. I mean, my, like, why? I don't understand why CSI never went in there and, like, what's the I'm case sorry. for I'm sorry. Number one, I was looking up her in general, and she's, she's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. gorgeous. Like, oh, my God, Are she's you talking gorgeous. about Bumble Date? I'm yeah. talking about Bumble Date yeah. looking like he just scrolled out of yeah trump country yeah and he's 37 years old which nothing wrong with that nothing wrong with that no but but no i wouldn't i wouldn't have pegged him for 37 young beautiful black woman and yeah he wishes um he's also bald he is bald yes um and men who are 37 and bald they're bald for a reason 
means they, means crazy. They, no, it means they just don't have any hair. hair they had oh. receding hairlines when okay. they shaved it all I off. I thought she was going somewhere else no. with that. Um, I'm, I'm giving him a hard time. But my mind keeps going back to the blood stain. It wasn't small. Like, it literally... It looks like it's about... It's... This maybe a little bit bigger than my hand. Yeah. And honest, honestly, it reminds me of, like, a period blood stain, but bigger. See, I had that first thought. It looked like maybe somebody had gotten a little too rough. Yeah. And she started bleeding. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's what it looks like to me, but bigger. Yeah. Um, well, why, you know, I don't know. Supposedly the blood came from her nose. Because the the two detectives that got there first from the 911 call, Mm -hmm. they said that there was dried blood. In her nose. Like, both nostrils, like, coming down. I mean, I could see that. Like, if she had her face. If you got punched in the nose or something. Yeah, and then fell on the bed. Yeah. That's still a decent amount of blood for a nosebleed i feel like i don't know um but here's the bs story bumble guy bumble date guy frank whatever um gave to the police after he called 911 supposedly for their date they just hung out at lauren's apartment watching movies i personally feel like that's a weird first date i would never invite someone over to my place i'm not judging lauren i'm really not but i'm judging bumble date guy because from a man's perspective i just find it weird well i mean uh, also also men need to be aware of the fact that they should not put themselves in situations, situations like this because even if something yes. happens it can look very bad yes for men yes and that's not me saying like oh let's protect the men no, no. i'm saying it is in a you need to be, be respectful, respectful in the fact that you know that you can make a woman feel very uncomfortable in her home mm-hmm. and don't it's assume gonna, anything. Yeah, and it can be very hard for her to get you out of her home. And Lauren very well could have, like, you know, hit him up for a booty call. I mean, oh, who yeah, knows? But, but, it, but know? either way, that doesn't matter. But he should have been yeah. a little bit more respectful, respectful about it. Yeah. I don't know. But, yeah. Apparently, we can't get Lauren's side because... Obviously, she's not here anymore, but this is his. Apparently, they just stayed in her apartment all night long watching movies. Um, I think they ordered a pizza or something. Just very, like, low-key, you know? And here's the part of the story that seems a little too specific. It's just a little too much details, and it's just... It benefits him a little too much, if that makes sense. He says, during the date, Lauren's brother came over to drop off some drugs. His words. Her... Which brother? Not the one that came to the apartment, but Lakeem, her. is that what his name? Not that one. Another okay. brother. It was another brother. He supposedly came and dropped her off drugs. And before he, her brother came, she was very, like, upbeat and fun. What kind of drugs? He doesn't say at, in the beginning. He doesn't know. He just knows it was drugs. Which... Because to me, personally, when I think drugs, I think, like, cocaine, meth, heroin. I don't think, like, weed. I don't count weed. But... That wasn't in her system. Weed, marijuana was not okay. nothing. Um, and we'll also talk about that at the end. Um, she supposedly, after her brother left, immediately went to the bathroom and got high. That's his story. And then when she, like, came out of the bath, he said she was in there for 15 minutes getting high. 
First off, it doesn't take you 15 minutes to get high. Um, <laughs> but whatever. Especially not the drugs he suppo- supposedly she put in her system. Get real, people. Um, but supposedly after she was in there for 15 minutes getting high, she came out and laid on the couch and was like so lethargic. She couldn't move and fell asleep. Okay. So he picked her up and carried her to her bed. And they just laid together all night and went to bed. But why would he stay there with her? With her. And how do you explain? Like, I'm sorry. I'm compl- I'm just going to be flat out. If I was roles reversed, went yeah. to somebody's house with a man, he went into the bathroom and got, got high, high for 15 minutes and came back and was just like One, I can't carry out. you to your bed. Yeah. Number two, I'm not going to be in I'm the same leave. room and just sit there and cuddle you all night. If you're getting, like, trashed and, like, high of mine on our first date, date I'm leaving. Not. Red flag. <laughs> he should have That was, like, scraving. If supposedly this is what Lauren yes, did. Yes, if this is what happened, then absolutely but, not. But... My first thing was, like, when her mom and brother, there was, like, alcohol bottles everywhere, used condom, lube, the bottle of sleeping so if they pills. Just, if she so did they got ha- high. So did, did he, was he, like, claiming that, like, they had sex earlier in the night and then the brother brought this over? or I don't know because he's never been called into the police station for for a report, for, like, okay. a statement. So we don't know. But that was my first thought. If she got so high... And she was so trash, and she was asleep. How did you use that condom? Like, how did you drink all this did alcohol? How did y'all do all this partying? When she was completely trashed because she had sleeping. She had like two sleeping pills. That's in her rape. System. <laughs> yeah, like her lawyer literally says it's like a sleeping pill that people use to date rape. So, like, has her autopsy report been released? Yeah, and we're gonna talk about okay. it, but it literally does not make sense. Okay. And that's a big thing. Her lawyer. Her family's what you're talking about. It's this story literally works too much to for his benefit. That's why the whole that's story. That's what it seems like. It seems like some grandiose yeah story way too that much details and the crime. Anyways, and that's when around three a.m. So randomly he woke up at three a.m. Uh-huh. You know, because that happens. I mean, it does, but it's just it's too much of a. I don't know. Yeah. It's too perfect. You know. You have this girl that's high out of her mind. You put you carry her to bed so chivalrous, you know. And then you wake up. Anyways, around 3 a.m. he woke up and he said Lauren was laying flat on her back on the floor in her bedroom. And he immediately, and he said that she was already dead. Okay. She had no pulse, no nothing. He said he immediately called 911 and that's it. And they came and... Talked to him and took her Now, body. I can understand being a little freaked out. If yeah. this is truly how it happened, I can yeah. be, imagine being I a little too. freaked out. I would be. Yeah, this person you just, you just met, met and they're day, dead. They've got high, now they're dead. Yeah. I would 100% be freaking out. My hands would be shaking. Mm-hmm. And you're a it. man and you're like, oh, they're going to pin it on me. But that's that story, I mean, y'all. like if this It's really, a little weird of a story. If this really did happen, but that story and like them not investigating, them not looking at the bottle of sleeping pills... The other drug that I'm going to talk about that if you're any logical human being, you're not going to mix it with, like, any other stuff. Mm-hmm. But we'll get there. A month later. Yes, y'all. Y'all heard me. <sighs> a month later. And this only was really A month later, the medical examiner for Connecticut would the head one, because they had to have somebody come in because they knew they had pooped up, mm-hmm. um, declared Lauren's death an accidental overdose. 
Okay. Okay. I mean, okay. it happens. Yes. And me and Crystal are not saying this does not happen. But all of this, like, and I wasn't, that's why I said in the beginning, I'm t- literally talking about, like, the, st- the state of Connecticut, the police department, the detectives, the mayor. Those are the people, like, yeah, the Bumble Date guy's really weird and there's some questionable stuff. But the state of Connecticut let this woman down and her entire family. Um, she had alcohol. Um, which they said she had, she was drinking a lot. That's what all those bottles are want. Mm-hmm. Her alcohol blood level was a 0. 0.3. Oh. Which. 0. 0.03 or 0. 0.3? 0. 0.3. Maybe. I don't know. It was a 3. 0. 0.3 would be pretty darn drunk. But her mom, it must have been 0.03 because her mom said it was like not enough to Okay, like, yeah. 0. 0.03 I think. Yeah, yeah, more than likely. Y'all don't roast me. Um. <laughs> The prescription meds, the antihistamines, the sleeping pills, mm-hmm. and her lawyer literally describes it as a date rape drug. So I'll, I'll have to do more digging to see what it was specifically and who it belonged to. And fentanyl. Okay. Y'all. That is not like a recreational drug. No. <laughs> no. Um, in her toxicology report. Um, let's talk about fentanyl for a minute. Um, everybody knows where I'm from. Um... And oddly enough, like, my friends back home have been telling me that there's been a lot of overdoses lately um, because people are getting stuff laced with fentanyl and not knowing it. And if you're not familiar, fentanyl is basically like morphine. But stronger. Stronger. Way stronger. Um, I, Me and my mom actually had to yell at the people that originally transferred my granny from the hospital to hospice because they gave her fentanyl and did not tell us and did not tell the people at the hospice. Really? So, like, in the ambulance. Mm-hmm. She was in a lot of pain and, like, moving around. It hurts. Yeah. And then they were going to give her morphine when she got to hospice. And we're like, fentanyl, morphine, like, back to back. You guys have, like, got to get a better handle on mm-hmm. this. Like, you literally could have just killed her. My Not mom, that I would have been sad. My mom took both. She was she, in a lot my of pain. Mom, my mom was alternated with fentanyl yeah. and morphine. And you can, but, like, you can't, you do, it, very you can't do it back to back. And, like, the amount they gave yeah. her, like, it would have been, like, done Yeah, so. like, we were on a very strict schedule of, like, you took this at this time, and then, like, okay, it's 3.30. She has to have her dose of morphine. Mm-hmm. Okay, this and time there's has one, to have fentanyl. Well, I don't know, but, like, at her hospice center or whatever, there's literally one nurse that can oh, unlock they, it. Oh, they gave us ours. Oh, like, no, like, like they, they were so strict about no, it. Well, they were strict when they came to pick it up, but, like, they gave us all her liquid morphine and liquid fentanyl, and um, actually, she had both, and we had the pills for a while, um, but then when they came to pick it up, me and Kansas were talking about when hospice came, like it was hilarious in retrospect because they were like, did, like the first thing they did was like beeline straight for all the drugs. They were like, we need to cut fentanyl. They took them out. They counted them all. They had to have like records everything. of all. I, maybe it's for Florida, but like they were so strict with it and only the head nurse could unlock and it. And it may just be because it's a, like an epidemic Ex- yeah. in Florida. I mean, it's an epidemic yeah. everywhere, but it may just be worse there. But yeah, it's a silent killer, just like morphine. But like Crystal said, fentanyl is way, way, way. The amount that can literally make you overdose. It's such you a two even see it it's such a two-sided sword though like it's some people really need it like you some do people need it. it's are a good pain an... reliever and some people say it'll literally give you like the best high of your life 
but but some people so but, but i really feel like people who are in pain need it. it probably doesn't give them the best high of their life they're just they're, like finally like having some relief they're not even yeah they probably can high. actually have like clear thoughts because they're not in pain yeah but literally the smallest amount can make you overdose you can't taste or smell it you can't even see it it's just like it it's something that people really don't mess with unless they've, like, had years and decades of, like, drug abuse. Mm-hmm. Unless they're just, like, living like Larry and they're like, oh, I just want to get a quick high. Maybe they'll try it. But most of the people that, like, regularly use fentanyl to get high, they've got a good grasp on things. They know what to do. And Lauren just does not... I don't know. I didn't get that vibe from Lauren. Especially mm-hmm. after some of the things I'm going to talk about at the end that her mom describes her. I didn't get a... So if this is supposedly what her brother brought her, had, yeah. had he brought it to her in the past? Like it was was he did, did he supply her with other kind of her drugs? mom swears, but you know how parents can yeah be. parents but her mom it. swears up and down and like we're gonna describe like how Lauren lived her life and I I kind of believe the mom because people that live the life that she did don't just do like fentanyl like on the like. Just to do it. And, like, you're on a date and stuff. Like, was she that needing that much of a fix? I mean, to be honest, if we're going to be honest, if I right now was to get addicted to a pain-relieving drug, it would be something stupid and minor like oxycodone. Oh, yeah. You can get that pretty easy. Easy. And a lot of people, not going to lie, we have a lot of, like, leftovers from other procedures we've had um from just other stuff like i have probably six bottles of oxycodone that i just haven't um done the little destroy method thing with yeah and i just have them that i just feel like someone like her that'd be a little bit more easy to like get into like i feel like you would do oxy first before you just immediately jumped from alcohol to fentanyl like i don't feel like no one i feel like there's probably someone that makes that leap but i I don't think that's the average people would know yes you can hide your addiction but at least one person has to know and nobody in her life and her family says that she ever would mess with anything like that but i also feel like when you have an addiction like you can hide it really well but the thing that like her lawyer brings up is people that do fentanyl are wanting that high. So why would she take it with two sleeping pills? Yeah. That's going to knock her not out. Gonna make her go That's going to gonna ruin your high. Yeah. You're not going to feel that high because you're going to be passed out. Yeah. And then alcohol on top of that? Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. If just... it was just the fentanyl, I could see, like, mm-hmm. oh, she was just trying to, like, have a good time, relax. Then the sleeping pills, and then the alcohol, and then the condom. That's just weird. The blood, mm-hmm. her nose. That's weird. I don't know. It just, everything literally just seemed too perfect to fit this nice guy's narrative. Um, and let's not investigate the de- girl's death because she just has to be a drug in the overdose. So many, t- so many cases have me and Crystal talked about that people don't even investigate. They don't push forward because it's one, a prostitute or somebody that has overdosed or was a drug addict. We don't care. I do not care. Everybody deserves justice. Yes. And that's just like straight to the point, cover, end of a book, read it, 
analyze it. And I mean, I hate to say it, but I feel like in America, even the baddest person, even the most evil of a person, if they have a crime committed against them, Mm -hmm. they still deserve justice because that is how our system works. That means there's still somebody out there that's bad. Yeah. That killed them. Like if, like like if a child molester. Yeah was murdered in cold blood not because he was a child molester but just because some random person murdered him not knowing any of that Mm -hmm. that murderer is still a murderer still a murderer yeah like that's like that kid or whatever that shot those people at that riot one ended up being it does he still killed somebody he still killed somebody that's how i felt that's why i kept trying to push people I mean, yeah, he was doing, like, whatever. Yeah, he still killed somebody. He still killed somebody. And he didn't know that like, when yeah. he shot that. Like, yeah. like, 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 I get it. Like, uh, me and my brother were talking about this, about, like, the different levels. And we were going through all the different levels of, like, manslaughter. Yeah. And different levels of, like, homicide and first-degree murder, second-degree murder. And some murder. stuff is accidental, like, and, legitimately. Yeah, and or self-defense. Like, some of it is. Like, and I, I made the comment, like, you know... A deer ran into the road, and I swerved, and I hit another car, and I killed someone. God forbid I did that. Yeah. And they decided to charge me with manslaughter. To me, that's justifiable. Like, it was an accident. I did kill someone. I would do the same thing, because Zach's always yelling at me. I always swerve for animals. I do, too. they say not to. And I don't mean to, to, but it's just instinctual for me. I don't want to hurt them. Yeah. (laughs) And so, I don't want to hurt another person, too. But, like, to me, it's an accident, but I still took a life. It wasn't on purpose, yeah. but I still took a life. Yeah, yeah, that's good. It's That's good conversations to yeah. have, a lot of people. But the thing that I said, you know, this took a month for them to get this, like, her death and cause of death and her toxicology. They only got this a month later because Lauren's family had already started the process to sue the Bridgeport, Connecticut Police Department and also the mayor of Bridgeport. So they had to literally... Okay started suing process for them to get this information they were not helping them lauren's mom Chantel, would call the police department and they would just like blow her off sounds <laughs> familiar i feel like we've talked a lot of cases about that yes and it's just you know not all police departments remember what i said in the beginning but the bridgeport police department in connecticut trash Tr- trash absolutely um, and you guys can really thank TikTok for being a voice for Lauren. Like I said, I, this is how I originally learned about Lauren. I saw TikTok and then I went straight to Google. Um, her name still to this day is a trending hashtag. There's a lot of people that are doing Lauren Smith, uh, fields as a hashtag on TikTok, mm-hmm. which awesome. I still see Lauren videos about Lauren four months later. People are still speaking her name. So thanks to all of that amazing support and more people doing this and like saying her name and bringing it to it has made other people start investigating it more. Yeah. Other lawyers in Connecticut, other detectives in Connecticut are now picking up the case because they're like, wow, Bridgeport. They really dropped the ball. That should have never happened. Which kudos to those police officers and those detectives because those are the people we needed in the beginning. Those are the ones that we needed to bring in CSI and really speaking for Lauren because Bob, trash, just throw him out. It's I also like that we're calling him Bob. <laughs> Um, but pressure was being put on the Bridgeport Police Department. Lawyers were stepping up and asking for copies of Lauren's toxicology report. That is how we know that the sedative was a date rape-esque 
drug. Drug. Because one of the lawyers, like, pushed and pressured them mm-hmm. and got, like, the actual... Because, you know, like, the one they released to the public is kind of, like... Just very, very vague. vague. This had, like, the specific ones, the yes. amounts, and he was like, oh, heck no. Yeah, the uh, autopsy reports are very vague. I think my yeah. dad's was, like, 20-something pages, yeah. at least. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah. When I tell you, they tell you everything... everything. Yeah. Every everything. single thing that yeah. you can think of. Like, I didn't even know they did some of the things that they, like, yeah. wrote in there. And I'm like, ew, that's yeah. gross. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, the amount, this is the part. The alcohol was low, but the drugs mm-hmm. were high. Off the charts. Okay. Not somebody, this isn't, like, recreational, <sighs> I just want to get, like, one-time high thing. Her mom describes it as, like, somebody purposely yeah. feeding you without like you Like, she knowing. had a couple of drinks. He could then, easily, like, yeah. dump something, put the pills in a drink, or, like, slip the fentanyl to her. Or the sedatives and alcohol could have been too much, and he thought she died, so she gave, he gave her the it, fentanyl. Yeah. What's a better way to make it look like somebody died? Slip them some fentanyl. It's like a big pandemic, like you just said. Yeah. A lot of people are dying from fentanyl right now. It's getting laced and things that you don't know, and people are dying. Like, um, That is how Mac Miller died. Did you know that? No. That is literally how Mac Miller. He got um, some coke. He was having, he was battling some demons. It was laced with fentanyl. He took his normal amount. He didn't know it had that fentanyl in there and died. Had an overdose. So, R.I.P. Mac Miller. Um... But, yeah, this is literally why Crystal and I do what we do. Like I was saying, it's seriously, it pisses me off so bad of how blatantly ignorant people can be. And you cannot tell me that these detectives and the mayor and whoever else that just kept turning a blind eye were not being ignorant. Because what else was it? I just think about it. Like, what if these people have daughters? They would not have handled this case that way. They would have had, like, everybody and their mama up in mm-hmm. that apartment. That dude would have been interviewed, like, ten times. Mm-hmm. That toxicology report would have been back the next day. ASAP. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell me it wasn't a cover-up or something. Or, like, they were like, oh, she's just a druggie. Let's not, let's just, let's just label an overdose. Basically, and I'm just going to say it, and Crystal did tiptoe around earlier when she asked me if he was white, and she looked him up. Um, It's just a black girl, and you seem like a nice guy. Let's just slap an overdose on and move on. That's the vibe I got. Yeah. We interviewed him. He seems like a really nice guy. Anyways. Um, The fact the lead detective was put on paid leave just add salt to the wound. He 100% should have resigned or got unpaid leave. Oh, he's very... Still to this day, he's on paid leave. Like, currently, I think at this moment, he's still on paid leave. And it took, like, two or three months for it to get to that point. He was still actively working on cases. It wasn't until, like, her family and her lawyer were putting pressure and stuff on the media that he had to be put on administrative paid leave. And the other detective, remember I said there was two? Mm -hmm. He took early retirement, which means he was an old fart. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. It's just 
it's frustrating. Mm, uh. And I personally think the mayor should have resigned too. That's just me because he put out this BS statement about how he's going to have all the detectives and all the police officers at the Bridgeport Police Department take classes on how to properly notify family members after cases. It is freaking 2021. No a class on how to properly like let somebody know. If you are in their home and they've died. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All you have to do, and maybe this is just me thinking too much. I see this person laying in front of me. Everybody is like freaking out, Mm -hmm. trying to remain calm. Mm -hmm. You're trying to, you know, figure everything out. I feel like my first thing would be is like, okay, this is 2021. What can I do? As a cop, I don't know if this is within their real house, but I feel like I would have found her phone. She probably had, like, either face or a finger recognition thing. Just at least did that and made sure the phone stayed open so that we could contact who we needed to contact. Computer. She had to. She had to find a computer. A computer or an iPad. She worked from home. Okay. She 100% had all that. A computer, that. an iPad, something. Mm-hmm. Even if it was locked, she could have found something. There could have been somebody else's name, a mm-hmm. phone number written down. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh yeah instagram facebook whatever we could be detectives there's anything we could be detectives well if this is if this is a standard we have to live live up up to to. then 100 percent we could and like me and crystal are not like police haters or anything i mean yeah they do a lot of crappy stuff we're not shouting a cab around yeah but like this is literally why people say defund the police this is literally an example right here One, I mean, this is the example. This should be the example on when they Like, say, why are we funding these people who obviously don't know what they're doing? They like, mess up and they still get paid leave. Think about us, everyday people. If we mess up at work, they don't send us home on no, paid leave. You, you got to take see. PTO. And if you don't have PTO, you're, you're just out, out of luck. Out of luck, yeah. And this man is at home probably playing video games or whatever, living his best life, living like Larry, paid leave after just royally messing up. And the mayor's like, don't worry. Even though it's, you know, at this point it was only a few weeks until it was 2022. All these hundreds of years or however long we've had police. That's a dramatic number. But all these times we've had police in all these different states that are very capable of notifying families. You're going to spend more money. More money. More money. When people are screaming defund the police. We're going to spend more money to bring in a teacher. To teach these grown men how to call a mama and a daddy. Yes. I y'all. It's yes. just. Anyways. Yes. I don't I don't care if my child dies from an overdose or kills himself. You better have me on speed dial and let me know. And I better not show up to their house and their landlord or some neighbor tell me that my child mm-hmm. died. Because I will. Y'all I'll burn that place down. <laughs> This made me so I mad. I I would burn the place down. Oh, they are so I, I hope they get as much money. This is one, because normally like, I'm you like. You know, money cannot replace place? life, but. Oh, I run them pockets. But you screwed up on my child. Yeah, I want your money, your mama's money, your grandma's money. <laughs> Dig up great granny. Well, take her rings off. <laughs> I want, this I want made me everything. So, this made me so mad. I just. And, like, thank God her landlord. I just, like, he needs some money, too. And before someone comes for me 
And what I know, the fact that if they sue, there's coming out of like the state or the city's budget. Well, maybe if you used your budget to have good cops, cops and good detectives go who know how to go through this stuff. How many times do families have to sue? So many times, and some people do do it for like really stupid reasons. But legitimately, there's been so many cases stuff where this money, yeah. If you were just a decent person who did your job. We're not shaming and hating the police, but this case I am. This case I am. Yeah, this case I am. This is terrible. This case, um, Becky Gary, Uh, um, the Jeff Davis, Jeff Davis. Oh my God, uh, Martha Morgan. (laughs) Yeah, if we are a little bit. Anyways, well, I mean. This is a good example. Like, if you're a police officer or you know somebody that's a police officer or you work in law enforcement, whatever have you will, just, like, maybe mention this case to them and be like, what's your opinion on it? And maybe, like, tell them, hey, this is what we need to work on. This is what... Because you're seeing, like, from an outside perspective. Yeah, that's your job every day and you do this and you take... Not everybody takes it seriously like you. And some people are racist. Yes. And, you know... This town, I looked up a lot of stuff about Bridgeport, and a lot of people said that the police department there does this a lot. They put a lot of time into white people, and when black people die and get go missing in that town, they don't ever investigate. CSI's never called, and that's just ignorant. Y'all, I just... Anyways, I'm getting off of my horse. Um, let's talk about Lauren. Like I told you, I wanted in this and that. And then after this, I won't make it too long. And Crystal can tell us her happy story because we need it after. I need a strong drink or something. <laughs> um, let's talk about Lauren. I watched several. It honestly was so sad. Her mom was really brave about it. But it this is still ongoing, like I said. Unfortunately, I don't have any answers for you. It's still ongoing. Like I said, some people resign. Some people are sitting at home on their butts getting paid. Um, <laughs> early nice. retirement. You know, the mayor didn't resign. He's keeping his job, but let's do that class. And Frank, mm-hmm. Bumble guy, has yet to be interviewed. His lawyer says that they oh, have God. they have said everything that they need to say. Okay. Um, yeah, he has not been arrested. He has not been brought into the police department as of today. today. So I have no other information. But Lauren, and this is straight from her mother and her brothers and her friends. Mm-hmm. Lauren was heavily into fitness. Mm-hmm. She worked from home. I could tell. I'll just look at her Instagram and yeah. she's the most banging body of she, all time. She, thanks to COVID, I don't know what it was, but mm-hmm. kind of similar to you, she had gotten a really good work from home job. Mm-hmm. So she spent all her free time working out. She was a vegetarian. Mm-hmm. She did not eat meat. She did not really drink. She, she just took care of her body. She Yeah. Um, her mom and her brother were actually surprised to see the, the alcohol and the pills in her apartment because they literally said that her body was her temple. Mm-hmm. She spent lots of time working out. She which was a heckin' vegetarian. Do you think yeah. she's putting anything bad in her body? No. You think she's doing fentanyl? That seems really odd it to me. That somebody to be addicted to fentanyl and uh, doing fentanyl, fentanyl if she was a vegetarian and worked out all the time. All the time. Yeah, I could see like steroids and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, fentanyl. That's pretty. That's weird. That's Sleep, weird. Sleeping pills. That's weird. Alcohol. Like 
if they were her prescription sleeping pills, maybe I could understand. I couldn't find anything, and, like, the lawyer said that was, like, still under wraps. I'm mm-hmm. assuming they're going to use that, like, to their benefit. That's yeah. probably why they're not, like, putting it out there to the public. But, I don't, they just said it wasn't her. And, you know, very well, Lauren could have just been, like, you know, living like Larry. <laughs> but it is really odd that somebody that, like, literally treats her body like an actual temple had an active fentanyl alcohol Accidental alcohol and like uh, sleeping I mean, pill addiction we do have to bring attention to the fact that a lot of people accidentally over accidentally overdose every year by combining medications that they shouldn't a lot of people do a lot of people don't know that these two medications interfere badly, and the yeah. next thing you know, they overdose. But this just seems that just seems like a weird. It's just a combination of things. Drinking, yeah. She probably was like, okay, you know, I take care of good of my body. Let me have this date and kind of let loose. Yeah. Fentanyl, that is a little wild. Like, how do you? But jump it from happens. That? And then why are you gonna take sleeping pills? After you've just gotten high. I want to know if he takes fentanyl and he's the one who gave her the fentanyl and said, "Hey, let's have a good time." Or forced her because he wanted... I don't know. But if she was like, let's just, you know, take it slow. And he was like, I came to your house for a date. I'm getting some... Something. Yeah. And then punched (laughs) her in the nose or whatever. I wouldn't be surprised. Obviously, something happened to her nose. Yeah, something happened. Unless she was like a raging cokehead. Yeah. But I just... Don't see that I don't get that vibe. I literally am just listening to my gut. Mm -hmm. Don't get that vibe. Yeah, neither. But... Last thing I'm going to say is a lot of people on social media are comparing this to Gabby. Oh, yeah. The and case how we much, to talk about. How much coverage she got, and me and Crystal will never do that case. No, no offense to the situation. But, like, literally look how much coverage mm-hmm. she got and how quickly they found her body and mm-hmm. then the whole thing. Lauren is just, you know, she's a black woman, and it's just like, oh, well. Yep. She's a druggie, even though she's literally a freaking supermodel that changed her entire life to be healthier and was working on herself and had a, a nice new job and good apartment. And Anyways. I mean, it's... It could happen, it, but it, I just yes. don't think in this instance that's the case. And it's just everything and how it was handled and... I mean... I struggle with it because I can, I understand why people feel this need to be like, oh, this pretty white girl went and dis- disappeared. Like, okay, well, pretty white girls disappear all the time. So do pretty of, black girls. Literally, I don't think of that. I just see somebody's missing. I, I do too. And I'm just like, I don't understand why. Equality. Like, I don't literally. understand why I never understood why her case, Gabby's, the fact that she went missing was so blown up and big and people can argue well she was missing in national park or she did this or she how did many that. people go missing all, every like, year in national yeah parks. i was like okay but lauren had an actual dental overdose, overdose in her house and she was on a bumble date with somebody and i saw maybe five seconds of it and never saw it again yeah and like we posted on social media the other day the um black trans woman yeah who, and like who barely, was killed and no one talked about yeah. it and then I was just looking it up because I wanted to get her name right. Her name was Elise. And while looking it up, there was another one in Chicago that mm-hmm. just happened the other day, too. Do oh, we yeah. hear anything about that? No. No. It doesn't fit. It's not white. It's not right. 
It's not white. It's I not just, right. I just, I just don't understand. And, like, I understand that women die every single day. Mm. Every single day. I Especially for women, I don't get it. As women, we should care about all women dying. Yes. And trans and like, women are women, too. I don't... And, like, I don't, I don't, and I don't understand. I, don't I, I just don't understand why if women die every single day and white women die every single day and native women die every single day and asian women die every single day and black women die every day and trans women die every day yeah like we can bring attention and share at the spotlight that there's an equally, epidemic going on equally now is that equally. epidemic arguably worse among black trans women 100% oh heck yeah 100% so I guess I just am struggling. Because sadly, there's sick men out there that know that and they target people like that. Because they're like, if I kill somebody like this, it's not going to be investigated. Yeah. That's just like people that go missing in national parks. It's a slew of serial killers. You can't tell me otherwise. Yeah. Uh, no, I wouldn't be surprised. I would not be surprised. Now, it is very, very irritating. me. that's like, again, while we said we would never do Gabby's case because everybody and their mom wanted to talk about Gabby and me and Beth were just like, I'm done. Yeah, it was done. It was like, because literally there was people screaming in Oregon. Now, now don't get me wrong. I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I don't get me wrong and say I didn't follow it. I did. I did like, oh, that's an update. And there was a couple people that I talked to about it and been like, oh, did you see it this? It was blatantly obvious from the from the beginning that yes. he killed her. Yes, it like, was, it was obvious. But I mean, like the them, him being missing and them him finding this, finding her, him, all his kind of parents, stuff. like obviously like, now. Yes. Like, was it? Was it a case to follow? Yeah, I mean, it was interesting to follow, but we all knew what the end result was. And, and what I was happened. literally listening to everybody else on TikTok because they were like, we've had like 10 women go missing in that same area and nobody cared until Gabby. And I was like, that's literally that's the what point. me yeah. and Crystal are screaming at y'all. Y'all don't care unless it's some pretty young white woman. Mm-hmm. And that's just. And it was like what Native American women, wasn't it? Yeah, the, yeah there's the a, same there's area. There's a black woman, at least one black woman. But yeah, there and was some Native American, people. and they were like, "We've literally been trying to tell y'all women are going missing from the same area Gabby was found, but y'all won't listen to no us." No one's listening. No one's listening. And that's literally what I'm sitting here telling y'all about Lauren. Lauren was literally living her life. Don't fall into the stereotype that just because she's, she's black. black and was it was had drugs in her system that you don't need to look further into it yeah like once you fall into that stereotype and allow yourself to think that and even if so even if that was lauren's life in this still investigate it still give the family i guess what i'm saying i guess what i'm thinking is give give her and people like her the same amount of investigative effort that you would give the wife of a mayor, the wife of a political official, the wife of some wealthy white man who had an accidental overdose in their house. This is... Give the same amount of investigative power that you would say, let me pull out all the stops so that I can do this. Give that same amount of effort. Don't just say, mm, well, this is what it looks like. Case closed. Basically. I mean, I'll not tell you how I do research for every case that like I cover. I can't speak for Crystal's cases. I am, y'all know I'm a mom, and I'm like, okay, I'm always like, this is my child. And I'm, like, getting in that mindset. I'm writing an episode about my child. Mm-hmm. Because I want to, like, 
get fully in there and really truly speak for that person and that's the only way I know that I will 100% dig deep because I'm like okay it's my child I'm upset I'm mm-hmm. new and I feel like if you're a police officer and especially a detective because a homicide detective that's all you do mm-hmm. is and, stuff like that and, and you I, should treat it like yeah. that and I and I'll do want to clarify too for anyone else comes for us. I'm not saying that police only do this to black women. They don't. No. They do it to a lot of marginalized communities and they do it to non-marginalized communities. But there but, are a lot of I read through a lot of reports and a lot of stuff and there's a lot of women from Bridgeport from that exact town in Connecticut that mm-hmm. they said that they feel like if they died and it was from black women their death would not be investigated. Oh, I mean, they just I could, get that vibe from and them. And I believe them. Yeah. I 100% believe them. Yeah. 100%. And that's so, horrible. It's like, you know, uh, Womblands syndrome. Oh, or God. Whatever, white tears. Womblands. <laughs> you know. You know, Lance. Okay, but. I felt it in my Womblands. I legitimately thought she said Lance. I 100% thought I she so said Lance. I was disappointed. But we'll end with Crystal tying us her funny story so we can kind of... Because we got to go to Target. Yes. Because Stephanie's probably almost there. Anyway, my story. Tyler and I are eating at First Watch. Okay. Okay. Good place. And um, it was right when Bumble BFF came out. Like, so Bumble, do you know about it at all? It has different, like, little things. You have, like, Bumble where you can date people, and then you have Bumble BFF where you can make friends. Oh, So okay. it's strictly for meeting friends. Like, it's okay. just platonic. It's just, like, if you wanted to make mom friends or okay. if I wanted to meet more friends that were just people to hang out with. I downloaded Bumble BFF just because I wanted to see what it was. Like, it was new. Okay. So I downloaded it, had it on my phone, and I went to go use the bathroom. I left it on my phone. I left my phone open. I just left it on the table. Didn't care. Went to the bathroom, came back, and we were getting ready to go, and Tyler was really quiet. And I just didn't think anything of it. I thought he was just tired. It was a Sunday afternoon. I thought he was just ready to go home. Well... We're in the car, and I'm just like, hey, is everything okay? Like, what's happening? And he's like, do you not know? And I was like, no, I don't know. I was like, I'm really confused. I don't I don't understand what's going on. He's like, I saw your phone. And I was like, okay. I was like, what did you see? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he's like, he's like I saw you have dating apps on your phone. And I was like, no, I don't. And he's like, yeah, you do. And then all of a sudden, I just burst out laughing. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, didn't know what other reaction to have. But I started busting out laughing because in that moment, I realized that he saw the Bumble BFF app. But it just looks like the regular Bumble app and says Bumble because they're together in the same app. So he thought I had downloaded while we were sitting Tyler, there. Your feelings app. were justified, okay, man? Because I would probably have done the same thing. I would have done the same thing yeah. too. A hundred percent would have done the same thing. But I had to explain to him and like literally open up my phone and be like, "Look, I signed up for Bumble BFF, not for Bumble." I was like, "I'm so sorry." Oh my God. It ended up being the stupidest app of all time, anyway. But it was that's my funny Tyler. Bumble BFF. Uh, Poor baby thought I had downloaded a dating app at breakfast. My woman's leaving me. <laughs> <laughs> at breakfast. I guess breakfast I wasn't know. that good. Oh, God. So, that that's my funny. Bumble story. I hope everyone enjoyed it. Now, we're going to get out of here and go to Target and yeah. get some goodies. And we're remembering 
Um, we will talk to you more about all of our trip, trip. and all that good jazz. Because technically, this will come out after we've gotten back, but whatever. yeah, we're just trying to be ahead for you guys. Yes. So we have an episode since we yes, took a yes, week yes. off. So enjoy. Have a great day. Be a great person, and try to make a difference in someone's life this week. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Bye. bye.